0: In episode 103, which has become a very controversial topic, I explained why I believe that our credit card points are actually losing us money. Now, I didn't make the argument that credit card points aren't real. They're very real. The rewards are real, the cash back, the flights, the hotels, all of that is real. That's not my argument. My argument is the cost to get us there, far outweighs the benefits of getting there. There's two reasons why I make this argument. Number one, using a credit card is psychological warfare. When we use a credit card, we buy things we might not have bought had we not used the credit card. For a few reasons, one, we're being incentivized. When we we spend money, we actually get rewards, so it incentivizes us to make different decisions. And number two is that there's a, delayed, there's a delayed pain in that. You get the instant gratification and delayed consequences. Psychologically, that impacts us. They've also discovered that we spend anywhere between 10 and 30% more on the same transactions than we would had we not used a credit card. So my, my, my simple argument was this. We're going to spend 10% or more for the privilege of earning 1%, 2%, 3% in rewards. So plus 3, minus 10, the math doesn't work. Psychologically speaking, these are facts. These actually happen. I don't, and now somebody can argue, well, sorry, Travis, I'm not subject to behavioral science. I'm a robot then I guess you wanna make that argument, that's okay. But this is real and it's happening. And I'm watching this play out over and over again. And I think we have an arrogance about us to think that we can game the system when we're all human. The other point that I made of why this is costing us is that when we use a credit card, we lose sight of our spending. We're losing the connectivity of what we're spending money on, when we're spending it, because we're disconnecting the timing. So from a tracking perspective, it becomes harder. It's not impossible. I've helped clients figure it out. How do they track credit card spending accurately and in a way that adds value? I I can help people do that, but it's a lot harder. So for most people, they are going to get hurt from a tracking and clarity perspective by using a credit card. After I released that episode, I received several messages from people. Some were confused, some just said they disagreed, some were mad. And I went and I I had dinner with a friend, I think the day after. And he said, Travis, okay, I get what you're saying. Psychological impact, you lose clarity on your tracking. Okay, I'm not saying those things aren't true. He said, but Travis, is there a way to overcome both of those and still, face, still get the benefits of my credit card points. And I've had, recently I've had several teenagers reach out saying, hey Travis, my parents, they want me to get a credit card so I can start building my credit. We know that that's not what you advise to do, but we also, we want to honor our parents and we just want to understand this better. So I'm getting questions from all different sides on this. And, so, the night that I was talking to my buddy, we were just brainstorming, okay, how can you overcome the psychological and tracking implications of using a credit card? And, I, and this is where I'm going with some of my young friends that want to honor their parents. I said, don't give your middle, your, a middle finger to your parents. Don't do that. You know, they, they love you. We want to honor our parents. They love you. They're trying to help. I don't personally care about a credit score. I never have, never will. But some people do. And if, if you care about your credit score, and I'm not gonna talk you out of that, then there is this one way that we can do it in a way that it, it reduces the risks of you harming yourself. It doesn't eliminate the risks, but it reduces. And here's what it is. And this is what my friend and I talked about. If you are insistent about using a credit card because you wanna build your credit more, more particularly, you would pick one category in your financial life and you would pick a non-discretionary category. So in other words, you would not pick dining out or buying clothes or travel. You would pick a category that is whatever it is, and that's all it is. Gas for your car, good example, or your utility bill, or your auto insurance. You pick a category that you don't have an emotional incentive to spend more on. and In this particular case with my, with my friend that we were talking, we picked out gas for his car. Great. So if he's gonna pick one category, and so if you, if you use only one category, a few things happen. Number one, if you pick a non-discretionary category, you, you can overcome the psychological impact of being incentivized to spend more. You're not going to go and spend more on your utility bills. You're not going to go spend more on your auto insurance. You're not going to go spend more on gas for your car. Probably not. Nobody wants to do that. So using a credit card won't psychologically manipulate you. And using one category only can give you clarity and tracking on the back end. So my friend, he started, he's he's like, Travis, I'm not getting rid of my credit card. Okay. And that's where we're going now. It's okay. Now what he does is he uses it just for gas for his car. And every time he gets gas for his car, he puts it on the credit card. And when he sees his credit card bill, that's not a credit card bill to him. It's a gas bill. It's gas for his car. And he knows exactly what it is. It can't be anything else. All it is is gas. That gives him the clarity. So we've, we've removed the psychological impact, and then we've also removed the tracking issue. And the third thing that he needs to do is that he needs to make sure he pays it more than one time per month. And here's why. When we just plan on paying it one time per month, what can happen is a few things. Number one, you just forget. You just forget to pay it. Life is crazy. Again, we don't live life for money. Life is life. And when life gets busy, money stuff gets pushed to the bottom. You get sick, somebody close to you gets hurt, you lose your job, car breaks down, furnace goes out. There's all kinds of stuff that's happening around us. And when life happens, we'll forget. We'll eventually forget. 99 times we'll get it right, but then that one time we'll forget. And then that starts the process of creating some damage in your credit. The other thing that happens is this. If we let that balance build, then when life happens, we might not have the money this month to pay our credit card bill. And we say to ourselves, ah, that's okay. We'll just, we'll pay, we'll pay it off next month. And then next month comes and that might be intense. And then we wait another month and that's when the snowball starts to crush us. That's when people's lives get ruined. Nobody goes into a credit card expecting not to be able to pay it off. Of course, we all expect to be able to pay it off. So if we make payments every week, every two weeks, whatever that is, we ensure that we can never be late because you have to be you have to forget an awful lot of times before you are subjected to a late payment if you're paying every week or every other week. So it safeguards against that. And number 2, You're always paying it off, and you never put yourself in the position where you could say to yourself, ah, I'll just wait until next month, or the month after, or the month after. So those are the three things. I'm not advocating for this approach. It's not what I would recommend doing. It's not what I'm gonna do myself. I don't wanna do that myself. But the show is about you, and I want to answer your questions, and I'm getting this question a lot. And I thought it's fair to to highlight a better way to do this. If you're gonna do it, here's how you would do it, because I'm watching people sabotage their lives right now, over and over and over again. And we take this stuff lightly. We have culturally normalized credit cards and building your credit score to the point where we're playing Russian roulette for the sake of a stupid credit score number. And yes, if we do it all perfect, our credit score will go up. That is true. But at what cost? If it costs us a couple, a couple of livelihoods along the way, is that worth it? Is it worth it saying, I'm going to build my credit score and the next thing you know, you're deeply in debt and you're frustrated and you have tension in your marriage and you're getting divorced? Because that's what's playing out. That's how it's playing out over and over and over and over again. I'm walking alongside of of folks every day that are experiencing some version of that story. I think you deserve better. I really do. So my my advocation is for no credit cards and and don't worry about the credit score. Um, But I get it. I get it. Some people can't get away from that. I get that. And I respect that. So when my young friend says her parents are, are interested in her getting a credit card, I respect where they're coming from. I may not agree, but I respect it. And I, I care about this young lady, and I want to help her do it the best I can. So this is, this is the process I explained to her. This is how I said, hey, if you want to do this, here's how I would go about it. Because again, this isn't me telling you what to do or how to do it. I'm just here to give you a different perspective and then to let you make up your, your mind on what's best for you and your family and then go do that. And if this conversation helped clarify or alter or just affirm what you were already doing, awesome. That's great. I'm glad that, I'm glad that that was useful and I look forward to hearing your feedback thoughts on, on this thoughts on this overall idea of using a credit card because I know it's a controversial topic. So thanks for listening. That's all I have for today. We'll see you next time. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on our Facebook group through the link in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And, of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you decide to buy a course, please don't, don't pay full price. As our way of saying thank you for listening, we'll give you 25% off by using the promo code podcast 25 podcast 25. But if that's not for you and you're not interested, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care guys.